Hello, Mixed Neck Cases. This is Nuke Joss. And hi, I'm Tech. And this is an episode of Nutty Bites that is just the two of us. I think this is the first time I've heard the theme actually in an episode. Yeah, because you don't actually listen to our episodes because you're on most of them. I'm on most of them, and you you normally add it in in post, not not yeah. mixing it in live. Yeah, well, when we have guests, we don't have like all the extra bells and whistles, and we're doing this right into GarageBand, which might not be the best idea, but we're going to see how it goes. Sure. Uh, What's so, the worst that could happen? It fails. Right. And then we have to do it again. Let's move on. So uh, we wanted to uh, put together a little special treat uh, because... You know, we just watched six episodes of Hawkeye, and as Hawkeye was coming up, I was like, you know, that might be a fun episode, talking about the best fictional archers or our favorite fictional archers. Right. And so, of course, because we're inspired by Hawkeye, Hawkeye's out of this. He's not going to be it, but he's the standard. So we'll start with him. Sure. Okay. And then we'll move from there. So we have three ways to rate these archers. Okay. Uh accuracy and how effective they are now it doesn't mean that they have to kill but it does have to um be their intention that their intention is accurate um cool factor or sex appeal you know how cool is the archer and then are they relevant to their story so uh is them being an archer relevant to their story Mm -hmm. does it make the story better or is it just like why is that there does that make sense Mm mm-hmm Okay, so let's start with Hawkeye. Sure. Accuracy. I mean, he's Hawkeye. He's the greatest marksman in the world. He's pretty high, I'd say. He's pretty high. I wouldn't give him a 10 because there are shots that he misses, but... Plutonium. Plutonium. He misses for the plot. Exactly. And and besides, it's not just that he's a very accurate shot. I mean, that's what, like, Deadshot and Bullseye... Yeah. Are four. It's he's very very accurate, but he's also got the special payloads that he yeah. delivers. He's got all the special arrow tricks and gadgets. I mean, and that goes into the cool factor, right? They have a flying aircraft carrier that he's able to take down with one arrow. I would say that yeah, that's that's relevant and effective. Oh yeah, and I think that accuracy and and in this no spoilers for the Hawkeye show, but we do see a Robin Hood shot. He is going to lose cool factor points for a couple of things though. He's Hawkeye. No, no, nothing against nothing against Jeremy Renner, and nothing against the character. Just um, the bows that he's using have absolutely no pull. Yeah, on them, uh, so that he can. Um, and you see that when he draws uh, a bow to take a shot in most of the scenes, that he's using absolutely no muscle whatsoever. Yeah. So if he was using no muscle to pull back that bow and then let it go, the arrow wouldn't fly very far. And he's doing these like super long range, very high speed shots that would require a lot of arm strength. And you'd see him flex, and you don't see Jeremy Renner flex. When he pulls, so he loses points for that. And the other thing, it's even worse. And actually, a lot of the scenes in the Avengers movies, they actually CGI'd in the bowstring. Yes, because they, they did it after. Yeah, they yeah. fixed it in post. So, all right. So, for accuracy, what would we give him? Oh, he's an easy. Um, he is the great. He is the greatest marksman in the in the Marvel universe. It's it's very hard for me to not give him a ten out of ten for accuracy. See, and I'm gonna put it at a nine. Where, where do we should we do a nine point five? Nine point five. Then all right, nine point. Why are you knocking off the one point? Because he's not perfect, and he doesn't make all of his shots. Okay. Um, cool factor. Uh, this is where I want to give it like a six or a seven. Okay. Okay. I think that's fair. Let's give it a... He is redeemed in the new Hawkeye show, though. I do like the purple costume and what they did with it. 
Mm. I also really do like Kate Bishop. I do like Kate Bishop. I I had a lot of fun with the new Hawkeye show. Yeah. Uh, the last episode got a little silly in in some places, but I I kind of enjoyed the silliness and relevant to his plot. So here's the thing: it depends on where we see him in the in the show. Fairy, he's the whole show. Uh, in a lot of the the Avengers movies, eh. he felt like he was tacked in. Yeah, on the end, right? It's you know, but but that's hard in a team like the Avengers, where you have a guy in a flying robot suit, an actual god, a giant green guy, and that guy over there with the arrows. You know? The guy over there with the arrows. It's easy to to ignore him and then focus on Ant. Why do why do we there? Why do why do we bring him along? Yeah. Uh, girlfriend's kind of hot oh fine (laughs) so uh so what do we say like relevant to the story yeah uh i give him an eight an eight all right i'll go with that so we're starting with a baseline of an eight okay eight out of tens all right eight out of tens so should we get out of the way the the archers that we think everybody wants us to talk about Oh, there's two, right? There's two that people are really going to be screaming at us to talk about so go ahead talk about your first one all right I'm going to start with Katniss. Okay, Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. Katniss. So Katniss, in her story, takes really well to archery. She has to learn how to fight after being banned from being able to fight for a long time. But she grew up using a bow and arrow that she scrappled together to catch food and poach and get extra food for her family. Mm -hmm. So she's quite good at archery. Yes. Is it 100% relevant to her story? Yeah. So uh, you read the books too. I did I, I read think, the books. I think I only saw the first movie. Yeah. Uh, so how would you compare the archery in the books to how it was portrayed in the movies? Uh, again, it feels like a background thing. Yeah. Like it's important. It's the only way she would have made it through the Hunger Games. Well, I, I think that uh, uh, this is one of those things that's going to come up with somebody else that I yeah. want to talk about in the list. It's that the bow is a tool yeah. that is used by the character. It doesn't define the character. Right. So um, you could very easily replace it with, say, spear fishing yeah. or a big knife, and it really wouldn't change that much of the story. And in the sequels, it becomes like a propaganda piece. Right. Like they have her faking shots and things like that, yeah, and it's yeah. just not that important. And there are times when people are going to argue with me, but I'm going to say for accuracy, we're going to give her an eight uh, just because... Yes, she's she's quite good. Right. In in and in a world where you're not allowed to do it and it's completely illegal. Okay. Yeah. So cool factor. Is Katniss cool? Yes, but how much of that is Jennifer Lawrence and how much of that is writing and how much of that is because she's an archer? Right. And how much of that is um just because you're following along with her perspective? Right. Um I I mm, I want to give her a 5. I I can average. agree to that. Sure. Okay. And and I like the Hunger Game books. Don't don't at me, okay? <laughs> relevant to her story. Don't storm out of our live recordings either. Yeah, yeah. The relevant to her story, I'm gonna say we'll give it a maybe a six because it is relevant. It is effective, but really, that's not the driving force. The big driving force with Katniss is that she's inspiring people and that she um, is battling mental illness. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna give that a six. So she's got a six point three three. All right. Your throwaway that everybody wants us to talk oh, about. Oh, we got to talk about, uh, what is it, Leg- Legolas, was it Legolas Wintergreen, I think his name is. He has a last name. Yeah. I read the books twice, but I don't care. 
Legolas Greenleaf, that's it. Ah, there Legolas you go. Legolas Greenleaf from The Lord of the Rings. Um, Tolkien, you really taxed yourself with that last name, yeah, didn't you? I know, an elf named Greenleaf, I get it. But um, I never read the books. I think mm. I read part of The Hobbit as a kid, but... That's the better story. Not really. Um, well, not really as in, I, I don't know, because I, I did... <sighs> and the movies really weren't my jam. Mm. Um, I think I watched the first two, I passed on the third one, and I saw the first Hobbit. It was The movies bad. were beautiful, and they changed movie making. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. you know, Weta became that generation's ILM. Yep. Uh, and Weta has gone on to make, you know, amazing things. Uh, uh, Weta was founded to make the Frighteners, though. Right. <laughs> uh, what's the producer's name again? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson is now, you know, in his gold-plated house with three rocket cars in the driveway. Sitting, and he can make documentaries all he wants. Sleeping in a large pile of money, doing whatever the heck he wants with his money, and that's cool. But... um Every video game you play, if there's a multiplayer option, if the game has a bow in it, I guarantee you there's somebody running around with a character named Legolas. Like, his yeah. uh, cool factor is through the roof, apparently. I do not think he's cool, but the effect that he's had on society cannot be ignored. That's an easy nine for cool for me. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I wanted to give him, like, a negative cool because he's a freaking elf, but... Oh, uh, just that scene in the second movie where he surfs, uh, surfs down the staircase and, on the shield while shooting But here's the a question. Is that Legolas's fault or is that Peter Jackson's fault? I mean, that knocks off a lot of cool points, but I'll give him a nine for cool. All right, we'll give him a nine for cool. Accuracy, Accuracy easy nine. He doesn't sure. miss. He doesn't yeah, miss he doesn't the shots miss. that he takes. Relevant to his story? Uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, it would, without Legolas, they would have all been killed. Because without, like, he hand waves things away. He's part of a team, though. He can't do it by himself. Without him, would they have made it to Mount Doom? Maybe if they had a different person, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, know. you know, he formed an integral part of yeah. the team. His yeah. bow was necessary uh, for the story, it made sense for him to have it being a wood elf. So what do, you know. what do we give him for that? For relevance? Oh, that's another easy eight or nine. I don't know. All um, right. We're, we're, I'm, I gave him an eight for that one. Okay. So 8.66. Uh, so far, our highest rater, rated archer. Okay. All right. So now that we've got the throwaway ones out of there, mm -hmm. where would you like to start with the archers you need people to know about? <sighs> the archers that I need people to know about. Or I mean, think about when we think about archers. Um, all right, so I'll start with John Rambo. Okay. Sylvester Stallone's character from the Rambo movies. There's mm -hmm. five of them, I think. Um, special Forces soldier, um, called into service once more, you know, just did, you know, uh, that, that, that grizzled old Vietnam vet in the first movie. Um, they drew first blood. They drew first blood. They shot first. And then, uh, and then things goes off. You know, he is a special forces soldier. They are trained to improvise and use what they have at their disposal. The thing about a bow, it's quiet. So it makes a lot of sense for him to use a bow in those sneaky type situations. It it um, it, it is key for stealth. And the reason he was in the uh, forest in the beginning, in that first movie, is he just wanted to never see people. Yep. He was fine being a hermit, living off the land. <coughs> so... Accuracy. And eventually, he'd have problems with, you know, not having enough fiber. But accuracy, whatever. I can't. Uh, I don't think I've seen all five movies. I'm trying to remember how many of them I have seen. I think two or three. Um, I don't remember him missing when he draws that bow and he takes a shot. He don't miss. He sprays and prays with bullets, but with a, an arrow, I think. I think we're gonna have to give him a nine. A nine. Yep. 
Uh, cool factor. Cool factor. It's John Rambo. He's freaking cool. He's, I mean, he's 80s cool. Absolutely. One he, of the ori- he is the, the 80s the definition. original cool. yeah. action hero. And, you know, there's very few of the action mega stars from the 80s, uh, I'm thinking other than Schwarzenegger, that were at the top of their game action megastars in multiple franchises. True. And... Because he's Rambo and Rocky. And he wrote Rocky. Right. Um, so definite. So cool factor nine. Oh yeah. Ten. Okay. Nine. Relevant is him being an archer relevant to his story? No. No. Because he's not an archer. He's a soldier who uses the tools at his disposal. One of his tools happens to be a bow. So relevance is like a three or a four. We'll give him a four. So that gives us a seven, three, three. Mm -hmm. All right. And I think that's, I think all of that is fair and Rambo's cool. And the, the thing is, when I think of Archer, I don't think of Rambo. No. But I, I mean, there's that, there's that very famous, it was even parodied in the Hot Shots poster. Yes. You know, where Charlie Sheen has got like a chicken yes. that he's shooting. I mean, that scene of him with the bow is, is that iconic. Hot Shots part de. I think it might be part yeah. de. 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 Uh, but uh, it, um, you know, him with the bow is iconic, but he's not an archer. He's a soldier that uses right. a bow. But if you do a search on archers, fictional yeah, archers. Yeah, Rambo's on all the lists. He's on every list. Yeah. So it's it's important. All right. But I think if we included every single person who's drawn a bow in a movie, this list would be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds long. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it it, it is still something that, that is important there. Um. So, all right, I am going to move into cartoons here. Sure. Because I would be remiss if we didn't talk about my girl, Merida. From the Pixar movie Brave. Brave, yes. yes. And so not only do we have like this little... Isn't this just a cartoon version of Christiana Ellis, by the way? That's where I was going. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, not only do we have a little Christiana Ellis running around, but she continues to make amazing shots with her hair in her face, she like blows it out of the way. Oh yeah, that movie is so accurate when it comes to what it's like to have a lot of hair. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the most impressive things about that movie. I love that movie. Plus the fact that all of the voice actors are actually Scottish. Yes, like it just it with legitimate so accents. Yes, and if we can do it for Scots, we can do it for every other culture that we're representing. Yep. Um. And, and, and I believe that that's kind of well, where we're headed. Well, they have gone that way because, you know, Moana, they cast a lot of Pacific Islanders. Yes. Uh, Luca, I think they were mostly Italians. You know, I don't, I don't know the, the cast. By the way, if you haven't seen Luca, check it out. It's a great. Silencio Bruno. Silencio Bruno. Luca is, there's no archery in that one. No. So we're digressing, but Luca's awesome. But there's a redheaded, uh, girl. So Merida, accuracy. She's got it. She's, yep. I mean, she's a kid also. Like, she's accurate. The, the, well, she's what, about 16? She's about say? 16, but when she's little and she's shooting, mm. I mean, uh, when she's little, her accuracy is like seven, but uh, as, as as a 16-year-old, she's she's a nine, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. she's known as, she's yeah. known as the archer. She's yeah. known as the, as the good shot, right? Yeah. Uh, um, cool cool factor. factor. I mean. She's pretty cool. She's Christiana Ellis. The character is you know incredibly strong and self-reliant she's the self-rescuing princess she doesn't need the handsome prince to come in and do it because she'll kill the monsters herself with her bow um the only thing she does wrong isn't isn't uh uh archery related it's you know doing magic 
Yeah. But turning her mom into a bear. Oh, I love her three little brothers, though. When they're bears? When they're bears. They're yeah. amazing. So mild spoilers for Brave. Uh, so nine, right? Nine for cool? Okay. Uh, relevant to her story. The Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a seven or an eight, I think, for that. Yeah, let's give her a seven. Because yet again, you could have replaced all the archery with spear throwing. And Possibly, it wouldn't yeah. change too much, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, it's relevant, and you know they, they, they wrote it into the character well, but it's not. Yeah. I get my point. Um, so there's two we want to talk about. I, I, I think you want to talk about this one, so I'll bring up the other one. Um, you got to talk about William Tell just a little bit. Just a little. W- William Tell uh, from the Swiss, uh, the Swiss folk legend from the 1400s. Uh, I, of course, the part of the story that I know is um, he's going to be executed unless he can shoot an arrow, shoot an apple off the top of his son's head. Yes. And then he pulls off the shot. You know, he, he yeah. pulls off the William Tell. He shoots the arrow, the apple off the head, and he wins. A couple of things I didn't know is uh, the reason why he was arrested is uh, William Tell's an assassin. Oh. He killed a tyrant that was uh, uh, harassing this area. And uh, I also didn't know that it was a crossbow. So we have our first crossbow shooter okay. Okay. Of, the, uh, of the list here. I didn't know it was a crossbow either. Uh, did did. did did he he kill the tyrant with a crossbow? Oh yes, excellent. So accuracy. Uh, he didn't shoot his son. He didn't shoot his son. So this is an easy nine nine point five. Sure, nine point um, five. Because didn't shoot his son. No, because even today, yeah, you know, shooting an arrow, shooting an apple off somebody's head is still revered as a trick shot. Still known as yep. William Tell. Yep. Um, there's even a song when you have a shot named after you. Yeah, that that gives you bonus points. Cool. Cool. Well, not that cool. Not that. No. You, like three, four, three, three. He's not cool. Okay. I mean, kids don't dress up like William Tell. That's true. To go play outside. You I know. mean, his story may be cool that he killed a tyrant and he saved a bunch of people, but you're right. Relevant to the story, it is the story. It is the story. Ten. That's a ten. Yeah. There'd be no story without it. So I'm going to go kind of into folklore sure. uh, and mythology then, hmm. and. I gotta talk about my girl Artemis. Now, Absolutely. some of you may be saying, "But what about Apollo?" Yeah, yeah. Twin, what about Apollo? Her Nutty? twin is also an archer, but she's better, and she founded the Amazons. And without her, we wouldn't have Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Okay, like that's amazing. She is the best archer in all of Greek mythology, even more than Odysseus. Um, she has got the cool factor. Women still revere her. She's fantastic. I mean, an Amazon is um, still a known thing mm-hmm. and uh, is still, uh, you know, talked about thousands of years later. So the 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 cultural impact, you know, the the, the fact that DC's uh, one of DC's main superhero lines is based on this myth, you know, on the, this this figure from mythology from thousands of years ago, shows, um, you know, how how powerful the story is. I apologize, listeners, for uh, mumbling over my words here. So it's, uh, it's been a long day. No, no, I, I agree, and and it's it's fantastic. Now, here's one problem: she did kill her lover accidentally. That's going to go against her with her accuracy. She then turns him into a stag, which is fine. And then one of the Greek gods comes along and has sex with it. I'm just assuming. Oh, her. Oh, okay, as Sorry. the stag. I mean, 
Look, you I'm can gonna turn my sister into fiction. a cow. Hey, that's a pretty good looking cow right there. You can you can you can he didn't turn his sister into a cow. Mm. He married his sister, but there was a, a woman that was turned his sister turned a woman into a cow so he wouldn't get with her. Yeah. And then he went into a bull and slept with her. That'd and be that, Zeus. And that birth, the biggest whore. And, and that birthed the Minotaur, right? Yeah, the biggest the biggest horror of all Greek mythology <laughs> is Zeus. I'm sorry. And if you want to know how bad it is and how twisted, look up what he did to his mom when she turned herself into a swan to get away from him. Honk honk. Yeah, is not good. But oh, um Oh Zeus. But I'm going to say so for accuracy since she did accidentally kill her lover, it's got to be a, at least an 8. Knock down to at least an 8. It could go lower if you think so. True. Eight. Okay. Uh, I, you know what? I'd say like a seven because I can't seven. think of an Artemis trick shot. I can't think of. That's true. That's I, true. I cannot think of a legend because of her great accuracy. She's yeah. known for cool factor. Um, is Artemis cool or are the Amazons cool? <laughs> yes, she is the Amazons. Okay, then I gotta say yes. Then give her the score you want. Go ahead. Uh, we're gonna give her a nine. True. Not a ten because you know relevance. Uh, I think it's, I think her being an archer is very relevant to her story. She killed her lover there. There, yes. And, and the Amazons and, you know, the Amazons were known to the story is that they would cut off a breast so that they would be better archers. Right. And it was their sacrifice to Artemis. And that's, that's, right. you know, it's really important. But I would say that she has value outside of being an archer. It's not just, that's not her only thing. So like an eight. Yeah. Okay. But I will. I will say I. I have to come in, in yeah. the in in the defense of um, uh, archers out there. You don't have to hack any parts of your body no, off you to don't. be a good archer. That is a that is a horrible myth. It's um, it was written by men. Yeah, you can get um, like a Kevlar chest protector that just goes on over over your. Um, this is ancient Greece. They didn't have. Well, you just. I mean, they had leather. They had leather uh, arm yeah, guards. Yeah. True, and you uh, could wear the same thing, just like a leather a leather bodice or something. Since we are talking about um, the Greek myths, instead of going through all of them, um, I did mention Odysseus. That's kind of a big deal, mm. not super relevant to the Odyssey and all that. But I mean, he did have this really serious bow that only he could string and shoot, and many speculate that he killed more people in his own house than he did in the entire Trojan War. And then there's, of course, one of the the ones that people think of most, and I'm going to rail against, and that's Cupid. (laughs) And Cupid... Okay, first off... Cupid, the naked little baby dude with the wings? Yeah, yeah. Shoots you with an arrow, you fall in love? Yeah, yeah, or, you know, Carl Urban on Xena, the warrior princess. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, he's He's not accurate at all. Like, he just shoots willy-nilly. He yeah. doesn't care who he shoots. Arrows akimbo. Arrows everywhere. Love triangle? I don't care. I'll shoot an arrow into this one, but uh, instead of shooting another arrow into the, into the partner, I'll shoot it into somebody else. Sure, Oops, who cares? I accidentally shot an arrow into your Diet Coke can. You're now in love with your Diet Coke can. Like, I would give, give it a zero on that. Cool factor? No. Okay, maybe a little when Carl Urban's playing him, but no. <laughs> Is that, is that the redeeming point when like Carl the, Urban plays yeah. him? One, if Carl Urban plays him. And then relevant. Well, it's relevant to Cupid's story, but Cupid doesn't have like a main story. Cupid's always like just a, a background character, a foil for everybody else. He's not He's not his own thing. Um, so we just got to throw 
cupid out with the bathwater. Sure. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you saw what I did there. I see what you did there. So, um, talking about favorite archers, yep. we got to bring up my man, Archer. <laughs> okay. That's right. I'm putting him on the list. Here we, we go. Archer. We got to bring up Archer. Uh, accuracy? Accuracy? Uh, he's, I've never seen him Zero. draw a bow, and he's pretty bad with the pistol. The only thing he's good at is hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Cool uh, factor. Cool factor. 10 out of 10. I mean, it's freaking Archer. I'm going to give that a 9.5. Okay. Because he's pretty cool, but he's also... Yeah. Relevance words to the, I can't say on this podcast. Relevance to the story is a zero. Yeah, because he's not actually an archer. He's, he's a, just named Archer. He's just named Archer. Yeah, yeah. And one of my one of my absolute heroes. I love that. I love that show so much. He had to go on the list because we're talking about archers. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit out um two DC archers. Okay. Okay. So Huntress Huntress loses cool points. Because it's a handheld crossbow. I'm sorry. But she's pretty accurate. And it depends on who's writing her. Huntress from the Birds of Prey, if you recall, the, the Harley Quinn movie where she goes around calling herself... Uh, yeah, she calls herself Huntress and um, uh, uh, Montoya keeps call, referring to her as a crossbow killer. Hmm. And she has, like, no personality, but she's really awesome. And if you saw Birds of Prey, the... The early 2000s show, she was pretty cool. She was pretty awesome. And if you've read any of the comics, there's there's some cool factor there. Accuracy, I'm going to give her, like, she doesn't have any shots named after her. No, but, and, it's, and it's just a pistol crossbow. Yeah, and, and she's not doing it from, like, far away. No. It's more about making a point. So we're going to give that a seven, okay? Cool factor, uh, depending on who writes her, a six? Average that out? Uh, should I go higher? And it's Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I mean, I don't know. Give it what you want. All right. And then relevant to her her story? Not at all. We'll give that a two. It's as relevant to her story as it is for Cupid. I can't even remember this character from the movies. I never watched Birds <laughs> That's of Prey, okay. so I've, I've got to say But I'll move on, on to a, another comic character that you may not have read many comics of, and I'm focusing on the comics here, people. And that would be Oliver McQueen, the Green Arrow. But I want old Oliver McQueen with the beard. With the, with the beard and the Robin Hood suit? Yes, yes. Who has to yell at Bruce Wayne when he's being stupid. I mean, who doesn't want to yell at Bruce Wayne? I mean, it, it, it's always fun because he's like, Bruce, you gotta do this. And he's like, I'm in the Batman suit. You have to call me Batman. I'm not calling you Batman. That's stupid. I love him. He is grumpy and he's he's a great shot and he's running around without superpowers being an archer. Being, being, a, being the best archer. Yes. Now, what he has that Hawkeye doesn't have is billions of dollars. Oh, he's another yes. Bruce Wayne, Tony yeah. Stark type? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a, another billionaire that funds this. Like Now, granted, Ollie, Ollie, uh, social programs. Social programs work better than archery <laughs> in cleaning up your city. Okay. <laughs> oh, we could, we could, we could think about social programs and instead of investing in all of those trick arrows and everything, how about a couple of computers for the kids? Could you imagine if we lived in a world where the actual billionaires were the ones going out fighting crime? I'd love to see like an Avengers style team of like Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, the Koch brothers. No, no. Instead, we live in a world where billionaires are taking rockets to outer space and sending their cars into outer space to see who gets to play with the most toys. 
Not that I'm anti-space travel. I mean, I'm just anti-billionaires. If you if you had a chance to f- shoot your car into space with a rocket ship, you would too. No, I want to keep my car so I can drive my car. But you know, I don't have disposable cars or disposable rocket ships. Come to think of it, <laughs> reusable, reusable. Yeah. But that one was disposable. Oh yes. No, yeah. So Any, anyway, uh, Green Arrow accuracy. I gotta give them. Before you give your score, though, I gotta ask why why the hard line in the sand that you only want to talk about comic book Arrow and oh, not Arrow versus Arrow. Arrow versus stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> Go ahead and at me and hate me forever for hating Arrowverse, but all of the CW shows and the DC shows that I get into eventually get Arrowversed. The Flash, it was all right. And then it got Arrow first. And I so, know it's a spinoff from Arrow. So what do you mean and by then this? Like, Black, they, go, they go crazy? They they f- slip into a formula. There's no character development. The motivations for the characters are obnoxious. And it's all about creating conflict when there doesn't need to be conflict. It's lazy writing. Black Lightning was a great show. And then it got Arrowverse. Mm. And now they're like fighting over nothing. Instead of supporting each other, which is what was so great about that show. They were a supportive family. Flash had an interesting uh, chosen family dynamic. And I was even willing to hand wave the whole I'm in love with the my sister thing. But it just it 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 got so arrowverse. I'm like, you know what? It's not OK that he married his sister. It's not. It's it's just not OK. What is this Game of Thrones? But um, yeah. And Black Lightning, you know, gave us a great villain. Oh, Tobias Whale. Absolutely. Played by Krogan. Yes. And you can listen to more about that if you listen to the Black Lightning episode that I did with Jason and Vox, I think. I think so. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, But so Green Arrow, accuracy? This is all you. I know nothing about this character. I'm going to give him him an 8.5. I didn't read a lot of DC comics growing up. I've never seen it. I I don't know that he's been able to pull off the Robin Hood shot. He dresses like Robin Hood, but I don't know that he can do that. Cool factor. Oh, man. Is he cool? If it's the bearded one, he gets a 9 out of me. Okay. Saucy, bitter, grumpy. Even in the tights with that hat? (gasps) It still gets you the point. Okay, go for it. A man that's secure in his... Okay. All own right. visage that he's okay with wearing tights yes i can see that i'm relevant you. to his plot line yeah 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 i mean his name not- is arrow <laughs> it's true it's true his name is arrow we'll, we'll give him we'll give him an eight we'll give him an eight so uh yeah let's talk about uh, video games for a bit uh i want to bring up uh, my man link from I legend mean, of zelda of all the video games that has got to be the biggest archer well, the tiny. Most he's, a little, he's a little elf dude. He's not that big. It's just but, a little sprite. Just a little sprite on the screen, too. But uh, from the very beginning of the very first game on the Nintendo Entertainment System, all the way through all the games now, um, the bow is always one of the first items that yep. you get normally after, like, the sword and shield. The next one you get usually is the bow. And depending on the game, you use it for different things. Um, and, and, and you're much cooler when you use the bow. Hmm. Then when you use the sword, because the sword is, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you definitely have the range component, and that comes into play in a lot of the games, because you have to use those arrows to hit switches or hit monsters mm-hmm. across the way or open a door or do a thing. You know, there's always, the the thing about the Zelda games is that they've always been puzzle solving. Yeah. And the the bow is one of the tools that you have to use it's your range option that lets you solve puzzles 
from uh, from way over there. So uh, the accuracy, well, the accuracy is going to be pretty low uh, for accuracy score because he's not known as a great marksman. That's true. He's and, constantly and, firing arrows. Right, and he's only as good of a shot as you are. That's, That's the point true. of a video game, right? That's so true. accuracy is going to be like a five. Okay. Because he's not that good of a shot because you're you're probably not that good of a shot. I mean that's fair. But the cool factor. Cool factor for Link it has to be has to be a ten out of ten. Um even with them tights? Well, that depends on which link. I'm bringing his argument back to him. Right. <laughs> it depends on which link, because there's many different costumes, there's many different iterations of it, but it is always one of the cosplays you see at any convention. This is true. This Everybody is true. cosplays and as Link. One of my nibblings dressed as Link for like I don't know, 10 Halloweens. He dressed as a pumpkin and then he dressed as Link. And and then only then he started coming up with new costumes. So 10, we'll give that a 10. Right. Oh, and another cool factor point, if this matters to anybody, probably the only person on this list who's left-handed. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. And that's kind of cool that they would put that that into a video game character from the 90s, from the 80s, that Link is left-handed. Go Southpaws. Go Southpaws. Um relevant to his story not very relevant like i said it's just a tool yeah. that you use you can do you can play without the bow if you want it's not that important it's just another one of the tools at your disposal but link is cool and so what would you give that uh well like a four. Oh, i would have given that five then give it a five then All right, it's your it list yes. uh i'm going to piggyback onto your video game and go back to the origins of video games when Link first came. And that would be Pit from Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. Wow. Deep pull. And, and, and mostly because that's what the cover is. You know, Kid Icarus as a, as an archer because that's the cover. Now I did rail against Cupid. Kid Icarus is not Cupid. It, 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 it's Pit. He's not Cupid. He's not making people fall in love, so it's okay. So this is one of the original Nintendo video games. If people don't know Kid Icarus, and you play this little angel dude, and you have to climb a giant tower. Yep. You get this little bow. Pew, pew. Um, and if you get the angel bow, mm-hmm. they're homing. They're homing arrows. Homing arrows, which is just cool. Everybody wants that. Right. So are we going to count homing arrows here for your accuracy score? What are you going to give him for accuracy? Uh, you know, again, he's only as accurate as you are. But if you do get that angel bow, it's going to bump you up. Yep. So we're going to say a seven. Okay. All right. Seven for accuracy. Cool factor. I Not as cool as Link. That's for sure. Not, not as cool. He's, as He's not cool at all. He's got that old school speedrunner cool factor. Well, yeah, if anybody speedruns, I've n- I've yet to see somebody speedrun Kid Icarus, but I'm sure they're out. All right, but- fine. I'll give it a four then if go. nobody's speedrunning it. Nope, not that cool. Relevant to the story, it's the only thing you do. Yep. Well, it's very it's very tropish, right? It, it is very relevant. I mean, it could be shooting those little pixels up into space. It could be shooting pixels anywhere, but yep. we chose an, a bow and arrow yep. for this. So we'll give that a nine. All right. Now we got our Mac Daddy. We already decided the winner before we got here. Oh yeah, and um, we are in. We are unanimous on this. We are unanimous in this. Now, do, shall I drop the bomb, or do you want to use other incarnations? Because I have very specifically which incarnation of right. this character. So we got to talk about my man Robin Hood. Robin Hood. This, you know, the guy from the bag of flour. Yep. We've mentioned his trick shot. 
the guy from the bag of flour. I just got that. But, There's a brand of flour up here called Robin Hood. Right. So the the thing about Robin Hood is that the story's like got to be like a thousand years old. Mm, it's pretty old. Yeah. We crusades. We still tell the story today. Yep. It's in, in multiple iterations. In, in multiple iterations in many different media. And accents. And accents. Yes, thank you, Carrie Ells, for being the only actor to play Robin Hood with an English accent. Live action. Fine. <laughs> but Robin Hood is like William Tell. He's the only, uh, William Tell's the only other one on this list to have an arrow shot, a, a trick shot named for them. Yep. So to Robin Hood is to shoot an arrow into a target, and then with your follow-up shot, you're so accurate that you split the arrow yep. that's in the target with your second shot. It's a big part of the story. It's a it's a big part of you know how accurate is Robin Hood. Well, he's the best archer ever because he's the only person to pull off that shot. Um, even today, when you watch archery competitions, if somebody manages to like knock off uh, a fletch off an arrow or manages to hit their arrow, you know, it's still called a Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, his his mark on uh, archery and popular culture is well known. I, I, I mean, you can't, as great as Legolas is in when you think of archers, Robin Hood trumps Legolas. And and there'd be no Legolas I without mean, Robin Lord Hood. Of the, Lord of the Rings was written in the 30s? Yep. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still got 900 years yeah. of Robin Hood stories before that. And the fact that this story is still going, you know, it's like when we were talking about Artemis. Mm. That story is like two or 3,000 years old. Yeah, that's a little older than Robin Hood. Right. But these stories keep being told because they're good, because yeah. they're fun, because they're engaging, because the characters are compelling, because Robin Hood's a heck of a good archer. Yeah. So... Uh, but you wanted to talk about one very specific Robin Hood yes. that's your favorite. So some people might be thinking of Kevin Costner, and some people might be thinking of Carrie Elway's, yeah. or any other Robin Hood, or just reading about Robin Hood. But there is one movie, one definitive Robin Hood, that is going to get 10 out of 10s for everything. Okay. And that is you're gonna have to, You're going to have to argue your way out of the paper bag on oh, this one. Oh, I'm not. I, I'm not going to have to argue anything. Okay. Explain your choice. That though. is. So who, is your, who is your number one Robin Hood? Disney's Robin Hood, the cartoon, that fox Robin Hood. He is a fox. He is a fox. And he is deadly accurate because not only does he do the Robin Hood shot, but when somebody trips him during an archery tournament... He draws another arrow really fast and tips the end of the arrow to change the direction of his original arrow mm -hmm. to get the bullseye. Right. All while wearing a stork costume. While wearing a stork costume on stilts. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Accuracy? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Cool factor. Cool factor. Like we said, he's a fox. He's a fox, so he's got the sex appeal. In his universe, people sing songs about him. They love him. Everybody falls madly and deeply in love with him. Mm -hmm. um, that Even in disguise, he gets the prince who is his enemy to fall for him over and over and over again. And because he is Robin Hood, he has that longevity. He is inspiring the Green Arrow dresses up as Robin Hood. Exactly. Link dresses up as Robin Hood. Cool factor? 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Relevant to the story? 10 out of 10 because, because, 
because the only way that he can be that vigilante outlaw living out in the woods is he is an archer. Mm -hmm. He has to make his own arrows. He has to make his own bow. He can't get access to steel or armor or anything else. And it all has to be done there. He is living off of the land. He is uh, a big component of his storyline is the archery contest. Um, it's, it's so relevant to his story that even his foe knows that it is his foil because he says he could not resist an archery tournament that would name him as the best archer and get him a kiss with Maid Marian. Who is also a stone cold fox. Yes, she is a vixen. Yes. <laughs> so relevant to the story. 10, ten out, out of ten. 10. It couldn't be anything else. Absolutely. So 10 out of 10 all across the board. My man. Disney's Robin Hood. Suck it, Hawkeye. Suck it, Hawkeye. And I suck it, Legolas. Uh, ah. But, you know, Kevin Costner would not have gotten 10 out of 10s. Carrie Always would not have gotten 10 out of 10s. But. But the, the Disney Fox. The Disney, yes. And it is still watchable today. Uh, there's none of this, I'm not so sure. That's a big racial stereotype. I mean, not a, th- th- there's definite, like, like, not great depictions of poor people but that's the whole story of robin hood is that we're not supposed to pick on the poor people you know that's that's the point and yes yes not in nottingham that song is gonna make you cry the little mice sharing their cookie crumb but in what other movie are you gonna see a friar getting into a fist fight kicking the sheriff out of his church and then having a fight oh so good. plus you also get lady cluck Oh, Lady Cluck is amazing. I love Lady Cluck. And I have to mention my absolute favorite Disney character of all time is in this movie, mm. Sir Hiss. Sir Hiss. Uh, who is just a snake in a fancy hat. We've got the rabbits. We've got Toby the turtle. Yes. Oh, just so many. Oh, and the, 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 the church mice. Nice. The vultures. We are going way off topic here. Sorry. I'm a and we didn't even get to your absolute favorite, your boy, Alan Adale. That's right. Oh, we didn't even talk about Alan Adale. Without Roger whom, Miller, we'd never know the story because he's the storyteller. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so Robin Hood beats Hawkeye, Legolas, but our second, our, our in second place mm-hmm. is Legolas. Mm-hmm. In, <laughs> love, love him or leave him. Love him or leave he's him. Pretty popular. It's pretty popular. And then Green Arrow. Yep. Really? Yep. Yep. Ugh. It goes, uh, Legolas. Yeah. Green Arrow, Merida, and then uh, Artemis. Right, but that's spe- and Hawkeye. That's specifically Green Arrow from the from yes, the DC bearded comics. Green Arrow, bearded old man, grumpy Green Arrow. Yes, not Arrowverse Arrow. Right, Got very you. important. Once we introduce and 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 I'm kind of cheated on that one hmm. because I didn't do that for anyone else. But once we introduce all the others. Uh, but we did it for Hawkeye too. We said we were only going to count the Hawkeye show. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, you know what? We forgot thousands of them, and that's fine. Of course I know we, did. we didn't talk about Mulan. We didn't talk about Daryl Dixon. We didn't talk about Kate Bishop. Your grit, Kate Bishop. There's a tons that we didn't talk about, and that's where you come in, my friends. Tell us who are the archers we forgot to talk about. Do you disagree with our rankings? Do you want to fight us to the teeth? over our picks and you can do that by joining the discord and talking in the episode discussion thread or going to the facebook group and chatting with us about it there or you can shout at us on social media tech won't listen because he doesn't pay attention but i will the debate will take the form of an archery contest 
Okay. And your your score will only count if you show up riding stilts and wearing a stork costume. <laughs> and the winner gets a kiss from Rory. Roar! So let us know who are your favorite archers. We would love to hear it. And um, other than that, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. And before I sign off, I do want to thank our patrons without whom we would not be able to pay our server fees or anything else. So thank you so much for keeping us going and reminding us that you do want to hear our ramblings about nerdy topics. Thank you so much to Jax, Jason, uh, and Rich the TT. Those are our top tier patrons. Thanks, big daddies. (laughs) And then thank you to the patrons of the arts, uh, Andy, Mark Cabot, uh, the encaffeinated one. Melissa Bartell, The Radical Geek, Susanna, and Dare. And thank you to all of our patrons. You are the ones that keep the lights on. You are the ones that keep this thing going. Without you, it wouldn't feel like a party. So thank you to Shane, Cliff, Greg, Harold, Q, Ian, Justine, Ken, Kinsey, Mike, Patrick, Stephen, Tibby, Will, and Zachman. Thank you so much for your help and Thanks, your support. Thanks, guys. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-NUTTY42. This is Chrononaut Cinema Review. We've gathered this evening to consider 1936's Revolt of the Zombies. The rock bottom of the zombies. (laughs) (laughs) We open with the Montezuma's Revenge font from the entire 5200. (laughs) Which is bizarre since we're not in South America. While we're looking at plot holes, why did the zombies attacking the trench have guns? They're throwing around lines like, the destruction of the white race. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying that if you happen to be the last person to watch this film, just bury yourself in a landfill. Chrononaut <laughs> Cinema Reviews is a Way of the Buffalo Skinner Co. co-production. Goodbye!